This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi there, my name's John Leary and you are listening to The Saturday Quiz, the podcast where I ask the 10 questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper and a different pair of guests each week try to come up with the correct answers. Most of the guests I have on this podcast do silly and frivolous jobs like telling jokes or pretending to be other people for a living. The guests I have on today are a little bit different. They still tell jokes and pretend to be other people, but they use their silliness and frivolity as a force for good by helping sick kids cope with the uncertainty and worry of hospital and treatment in the guise of Captain Starlight. For over 30 years, the Starlight Children's Foundation has used play, social connection and creativity to support children and young people in some of their toughest times and to positively change their healthcare experiences. Welcome to the show, John O'Brand and Amanda McGregor. Ah, what a delightful introduction. Thanks, John. Oh, that's absolutely my pleasure. And my pleasure to have you both on, representing such a wonderful foundation. Oh, we're so excited to to be here and and answer questions so brilliantly, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure you will. Now, tell me a little bit about the Starlight Foundation, and more specifically, Captain Starlight. Yeah, so we've got uh, around 140 performers in the role of Captain Starlight all around the country. They come from sort of live performance backgrounds, so we have lots of stand-up comedians, theatre actors, improvisers, clowns, uh, you know, that, that style of performance. Those performers who know how to read an audience, mm-hmm. so obviously that's really important in the work we do because we're kind of heading into hospitals and, you know, trying to perform to quite vulnerable people. So you really need that ability to shift and move depending on what the audience is kind of into at the time. Yeah, so our Captain Starlet program, we've got 11 hospital locations around Australia and we uh, kind of change up the experience for kids. In those hospitals, it can be pretty boring and scary. Yeah. And and uh, so our captains come in to sort of, you know, settle them down and make it a, a more positive experience wow. by... Yeah, yeah, fun and silliness, like you said. Yeah. And are you both Captain's Starlight? Amanda is the Captain Starlight. Yes. I used to be a Captain Starlight. My current role is Artistic Director with the Captain Starlight Program. So I was kind of... Right, so you've yeah. you hung up the cape, not I actually... Have. Yeah, it's a little bit like Mr. Incredible where he can't quite fit. It doesn't fit anymore, you know, <laughs> spilling <laughs> over the top of the costume. But, yeah, you know, and we don't normally reveal our true identities. But oh, you, you've, oh, got, you've well, got a scoop thank here. You for yeah. The- don't no, tell so, anyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm Captain Starlight at the Westmead Children's Hospital. Um, I've been doing that for about five years. Yeah. Rock, Amazing. Rocketing down to earth. I was a captain uh, 
in Queensland, all throughout regional Queensland and Brisbane, also heading up to Northern Territory where we work alongside health professionals going out to Indigenous communities there and making the health experience a more, you know, a pleasant one for those kids in, in community. Wow. Yeah, we've got quite a few different parts of the program. Brilliant. It's so great. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm honoured to have you on the show. It's, oh. it's yeah, really lovely. Thank you so much. Now, as you know, uh, because I, I know that you've listened to the show before, I expect you to come up with your favourite piece of trivia. So do either of you have your favourite piece of trivia? Well, look, just coincidentally, mine is space-related. Captain Starlight okay, is from good. space. I don't know if you knew that, but Captain Star is from space. And something I learned recently that is probably quite general knowledge, maybe everybody knows this, but I thought it was interesting. That sure. moon, moonlight is a misnomer, right? There is no light coming from the moon. It's reflected from the sun. Yeah. But when yeah. you are standing on the moon, it still is really, really bright, but it's still, it's it's not generating its own thing. No, right. Yeah. Sunlight. Which I love. And yeah. in the same way, the earth reflects earth light. So when you're on the moon... Looking back at Earth, you're not seeing obviously light that's generated unless it is, um, you know, street lights and and electric light that, yes. that we've made. But you're you're you can see the Earth because of the reflected light from the sun as well. So you, yeah, there's Earth light. You can't imagine Thanks. Shakespeare getting that excited about writing about moon reflection or something like that. It doesn't quite have the same kind of like ring. Yeah, it's it's not quite as romantic. No. It would not as work as well. in as well to like romantic songs or anything if you had to. No, write. yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Jono? Do you have a, a favorite piece of trivia? I was just thinking about this then, and mine might be a bit corny because it's related to what we do, but every minute of every day, a child is admitted to hospital around Australia. Uh, oh. so that's kind of where we come in to kind of, I guess, make it, make it a, a better experience for them, have a bit of fun and silliness and, yeah, like reconnect them with their own family as well. Yeah, yeah. that is a, a tough piece of trivia to, yeah. to kind of get your head around, but, yeah, but yeah it's, um, it's really great what you and the captains do. Yeah, it's cool to be able to, like, as a performer, have something, like, a su- use your superpower for good. Because often you feel so, like, how do these skills even apply to the real world? <laughs> yeah, um, sure. And it's somewhere that, you know, you can... Yeah, as I referred to in, in my introduction, using silliness and frivolity, which a lot of my guests do... But, um, yeah, I would say that not a lot of them use their powers in quite the good way that the Captain's Starlight do. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, are you ready for the quiz? Cannot wait. So ready. All right. Here we go. Question number one. Oh, my goodness. Which Central Sydney Railway Station shares its name with that of a small town in northwestern Tasmania? Oh, any ideas what this... I, I reckon this huh. you can get this one. I mean, we live in Sydney, but we're expats from somewhere else. <laughs> it's true. I'm from Perth. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, you're from Perth? Yeah, well, I'm, from, I'm from Sydney. I, I live in Melbourne, but I'm I'm from Sydney, so okay, well, I knew this combined. one. What about, so like, w- Wynyard, maybe? Or... Ooh. 
Um, well, what are the other central ta- Sydney town hall. stations? It's not going to be town hall. hall. There's not a no, no. Um, central. Central. Probably not going to be central. central. That's not a place in Tasmania. No. There is uh, central Tasmania, but, it, uh, but no, it's not, not a northwest. town located in the northwest. <laughs> Circular Key. I don't think it's going to be Circular Key is not one, is not in Tasmania. How central Nor are we is, Well, you, you've actually you've already said it. Oh. It's Wynyard. It's Wynyard. Yeah. Oh, gosh, Jono. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wynyard is a rural town located in the northwest coast of Tasmania, about 17 kilometres west of Burnie. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Question number two. (laughs) A 1989 film focusing on the relationship between an elderly Jewish woman and her African-American chauffeur in the American South is Driving Miss What? And there's a bonus point for naming the director and the actress who played the title character. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I, I think we, we might. I think we know the name of it. Do yeah. we? Yes. Do you want to say it on the count of three? Let's say it together. One, One two, three. Three. Daisy. Gardenia. Kidding. No, Daisy. Daisy. <laughs> Daisy is correct. Daisy. Driving Miss Daisy is yep. the name of the film. Yeah. Now, do you know who directed it? Was it? It wasn't Peter Weir, was it? No, but you're on the right track in terms of uh, the nationality yes. of the director. Oh, Bruce Beresford. It oh, is Bruce gosh. Beresford. Oh, Very well done. Him. And Daisy and is... Yes, Daisy. Miss Daisy was played by... Was it Jessica Lange? No, you've got the right first name, but you... Uh, yeah. Jessica... Fletcher, she was in Murder, She Wrote, I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How many Jessicas can um, there be? Yeah, and, you know, not... Beale. Jessica Beale. Jessica Beale, <laughs> not Jessica Beale. Not, or Jessica um, Rabbit. <laughs> it would have been a different different movie. Um, can we have a hint? Like, what's Jessica, the... I'm trying to picture her sitting there. Yeah, I can seat. too. She actually won oh. the Academy Award... For this film, oh, we um, know this. she she was eighty years old, and she became the oldest winner of a competitive acting Oscar. Wow, I can't so, stop yeah. thinking Redmayne, but that's Ver- that's a different person. Who? It's Veronica Redmayne. That's not even oh. a person at no, all. What's Redgrave. <laughs> Redgrave. Yeah. Jessica Redgrave is also <laughs> not a person. Veronica Red- Redmayne. <laughs> <laughs> If you're listening, Veronica, it's uh, Veronica lovely Redgrave. to have you on the show. We love you. Uh, um, T is the starting initial of her surname. Jessica. She was actually English. I didn't know this un- until I started researching this. Yeah, she's English and she played Ophelia to John Gilgood's Hamlet oh. in the well, theatre. We love Gilgood. These are all interesting tidbits of mm, trivia, but they're, they're not really helping, helping me to remember her name. Mm. Jessica. Which is. Jessica T something. Th. Thatcher? No, not TH. Jessica Tr. I reckon you're going to kick yourselves because you'll go, oh, we are. I think we are. Yeah, it's not a. I wouldn't say it is at all a common T surname. I seem to think, in the recesses of my mind, her surname was an electronics what? retailer Tiac. in Australia. What did you say? Tiac. Tiac. No, no, no. This was a an Australian 
<laughs> electronic store. Now I can, oh, I can think oh, of Tandy. Like, to Tandy. show Tandy. Tandy. Tandy, that's right. Yeah. Yes. We will Jessica pick up Tandy. Up. Jessica Tandy is the I right don't think answer. I got Very that. well done. Oh. No, well, you got there eventually. Now, yeah. Do you remember? All right, here's here's another one. Do you remember who played the chauffeur? That was Morgan Freeman, I think. Is, that was Morgan yeah. Freeman. Yes. Freeman. Yeah. Correct. So, yes. Well done, Jono. Bruce Beresford directed Driving Miss Daisy in 1989 with Morgan Freeman and Jessica Tandy from a play by Alfred Urey, or Hury, I think. And, yeah, it won the Academy Award for Best Picture in mm-hmm. 1989, mm-hmm. although Beresford was not nominated as director. The, the film received nine Academy Award nominations and won four of them. So Best Picture, uh, Jessica Tandy won for Best Actress, Best Makeup, and Best Adapted Screenplay. But Paul Morgan Freeman who was nominated for Best Actor up against an absolutely stacked competition. You ready for this? Yeah. Kenneth Branagh as Henry V. Tom Cruise in his big, you know, dramatic role, Born on the Fourth of July. Robin Williams in the first of his reinvention as a serious actor for Dead Poets Society. But the award went to, do you have any ideas who might have won? Daniel Day-Lewis. Or... As Christy Brown in My Left Foot oh, is the right answer. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Daniel Day-Lewis took it home. What a year. He's what brilliant. a year. I haven't seen a lot of him recently. I mean, he's done a couple of things, but he's no, didn't absolutely he, didn't brilliant. Didn't he like, retire to become a cobbler? Yeah. Cobbler, yeah, that's right. He hung up his cape as well. <laughs> yeah. It's this, All right. this, you always know after the fact. Like you tell us the answer and I'm like, yes, I knew that. <laughs> I did. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question number three. Would you play, wear, or eat a roulette? A, a roulette. Can you spell it for us? Roulette. Yes. R-I-L-L-E-T-T-E. A roulette. So it's a roulette. French Oh, it sounds like, but what's this on your shoulders? That's an epaulette. That's an epaulette. Oh, yes. So, and a roulette, I think, is going to be an eating thing. Yeah, I want to say eating. Is playing. Uh, yeah, good. Roulette right? is, is playing. Epaulette um, is wearing. Uh, a, a, roulette. So, a roulette must be roulette? some kind of jus, but not a jus. <laughs> it's not you quite know? a jus. No. Um, uh, you are correct. You do eat a roulette. Oh, good. Okay, um, well. Do you, do you have any idea what it might be? What it is, is a, it's a, it's a creamy soup. No, <laughs> not a creamy soup. Up. Uh, Do you have any ideas, Jono? I'm thinking like something hors d'oeuvre, like you know, the, you oh. know, a little pastry thing that you might put something in, or like a biscuit oh. or something. I don't know. Well, it's a no, right. isn't it? It it is hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, hors d'oeuvre. We've just coined, coined <laughs> a new French word. <laughs> is it a salmony hors d'oeuvre? No, it's not a salmony oh. hors d'oeuvre. Thing. Or not not usually. But uh, let me tell you this: Francois Rabelais, the oh. French Renaissance writer, called roulettes. Brune confiture du cochon, which do you... Uh, sweet thing? Is it a sweet thing? No. Confit? No. I thought I might have heard that, it. It's very like a confit. Oh. That translates, m- maybe my pronunciation wasn't particularly good. It was beautiful. Good, but that it was translates beautiful. as brown pig jam. Delicious. So, Yum. <laughs> yeah. Which end Cooked. does it come out of, the brown pig jam? <laughs> <laughs> Cooked in a method similar to confit, meat, usually pork, is seasoned, then submerged in fat and cooked o- slowly over the course of several hours. 
and then shredded and packed into a container like a jar or a crock pot and covered in fat. It's similar to like a pate. It comes out similar like a pate and it's served on uh, toast or bread. Well, I can't tell if I if I want to try it or not. To be honest, no. I, well, I certainly don't want to. <laughs> I, d- I don't eat the meat, but um, I think it's also in your telling of it too. I can imagine Nigella <laughs> making it a more appealing experience. Yeah. Sure, it. sure. It's probably I, I haven't. Pig yeah. Fat. yeah, yeah. Brown pig jam. Pig fat. Jam. Pig jam. Yeah. <laughs> I said brown pig fat. That's not it. Brown pig jam. Wow. Same. Brown pig Still. jam. Yeah. Delicious. Gross. Ooh. All right. Question number four. Which Australian artist links the albums Life is Fine, Post, Words and Music, and Under the Sun? You know this, Amanda? No? No, I thought for a moment that Words and Music was Missy Higgins, but I don't think it is. Oh, it's not. You're, um, you're correct. It's not. Good. I'm glad I know what it isn't. Words and Music. Life is Fine, Post, and Under the Sun. Post was this artist's Is that Bjork? Solo, solo album. Yeah. Who did you say? Well, I thought Bjork re- related, or released an album called Post. That That is true. Oh. Um, it's different. But, oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm really after an it. Australian artist. Mm. So, uh, yes. Okay. Post. Uh, I reckon you're going to know. Is it, is it like present day artist? or? It is a present day artist. I'll tell you when when these albums came out. Post was their first solo album after releasing two albums with a band called The Dots, which is maybe a clue, That's maybe not. To be that came out in 1985. Mm. Under the Sun came out in 1987. Words and Music came out in 1998. And Life is Fine, which was their first number one album in Australia, I'm surprised, came out in 2017. Oh. So that's a They've fair... had a long span going they on. They have Huge. had a very long they career. They have the... Yeah, you, you've been very coy. Uh... I don't know. I'm being coy? A little, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking... No, but that, that's a big clue. They, they are someone who like... is, is still making music. Yeah. And... I don't know I want to say like a Midnight Oil or somebody. Like, is that going too far back? This is this is just a solo artist. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's all okay. right. Is, is that uh, the same? Is it a rocky genre? Would you say? Well, yeah, I would. I would say, yeah, a bit, bit more rock, rock folk. I feel like I would know some of those if it was a Paul Kelly. I would know the album names, but it's not Paul Kelly. Oh, you don't think it's Paul Kelly? Is it Paul Kelly? The answer is Paul Kelly. Yeah, well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Post was his first solo oh. album after releasing two albums with The Dots. And it, that opens with From St Kilda to, to King's Cross. Under the Sun, which came out two years later in 87, has To Her Door and Dumb Things Amazing. on it. So that's, that's a big one. That's really surprising that he's only had a number one album in the last couple of years. Yeah, his yeah. first number one album in 2017. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, and I can, I can yeah. imagine people listening to this yelling at their at their <laughs> device that we couldn't get that. Apolo- apologies to them and apologies to any of my friends. Oh, yes, so sorry. Yeah, and, and know, apologies was, to Paul Kelly. And Paul I was Kelly, meant yeah. to see. Yeah, I was meant to see Paul Kelly at the Opera House, like outdoors, um, recently, and then it got cancelled for bad weather. So it turns out I didn't deserve to be there. Is what uh, happened. Oh, you did. No, exactly. <laughs> I did. Oh. 
All right, question number five. Ko Samui, Ko Pipi, and Ko Lanta are all islands of which country? I think I know this one. Do you know this, Amanda? Have you been to any of these places? I have. Oh, okay, great. I have, with the throngs of sunburnt Aussies who are, you know, (laughs) making us all look terrible. Um, Yeah. Yeah, throwing their beer cans in the crystal clear waters of Thailand. Amazing, yep. Thailand, yeah. Thailand is is the right answer. Very oh, well done. Oh, great. Uh, which one did you you go to Koh Samui? I think Koh Phi I think oh, we took okay. a day trip off Phuket there or something. Yeah, because, right. Because you know, I think that's maybe where they filmed the beach, you know, that DiCaprio, is uh-huh. that right? It was clogged with like a thousand tourist boats and, you know, there was film of uh, like petrol on these beautiful waters and I just felt really guilty about being there because no. it just was not. Oh, gross, yeah. yeah. I think they might have banned it, actually. I think they might have said, you know, sort of stopped all that tourist activity there. Well, I was going to say Hawaii, so I'm glad you knew. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, I know, I know this. (laughs) Uh, All right. On that note, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by John O'Brand and Amanda McGregor, and we are up to question number six. Which team won the 2023 Super Netball title? Are either of you netball watchers? No, but Amanda said to me before we come on, you're doing sports. Oh. I, feel re- I did say that. I did say that. <laughs> yeah. Well... My my eleven year old daughter has just taken up netball this year and Brilliant. absolutely loving it and it's the highlight of my weekend going to watch her play. Isn't it great? My my kid plays uh, basketball and soccer, not netball, yeah. but kids sport. I love it. I absolutely love it, and I, I am one of the most vocal people on the sideline yelling. But I've I've promised my wife it's only ever positive vibes. Like that's all I'm allowed to yell. I can see so I'm like, go diamond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, yes. this this question has got me stumped because I must admit I don't really follow netball. Yeah. Um, I know I played you, you, centre when I was a kid. Um, does that okay. help? Okay. Does that help well, answer? I don't think that helps with answering <laughs> the question. But it's a nice okay. bit of colour. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I, look, I, I couldn't even name the clubs. I don't, I don't think. Teams. Why yeah. don't you have a go at um, where they're from? The Sydney yes. Shakers. <laughs> Don't make up a team. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they are, they already have names. So, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what about Perth? What it's not Perth. Okay. If you can tell me the two teams or the two the Is places it? where the two teams came from that contested the grand final, then uh, we can narrow it down that way. Brisbane and Sydney. Uh, n- not correct. Mm. On both counts. On both counts. Well, look, one of them is is Half more right. br- is more broad than <laughs> that. Oh, oh, like Queensland. 
Yes, like Queensland. Like, but, but New South no. Wales. But New but South New Wales, Wales, yes. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's New South Wales and... It was the New South Wales Swifts taking on... The Victorian... Hang on, is, is Firebirds the name of the team? Oh, no. you're close. Thunderbirds. <gasps> Thunderbirds. Is, yeah. Is that So that, that is the other team. So it was the New South Wales Swifts against the Adelaide Thunderbirds. Wow. Thunderbirds. And so now you've got 50-50. Who, who who's your money on? Oh. It was a very well, close game, by the way. It ended at in regulation time uh, at 54 apiece. Wow. And, and so the grand final went into extra time. I feel it's unfair that like a town or a city like Adelaide is going up against the whole state. So <laughs> I'm going to kind of put my money behind New South Wales because I had a lot more to draw on. Okay. All right. Interesting. Well, well it, it's probably Adelaide. You're incorrect. Yeah, Adelaide. Yeah, right. Adelaide. Well, good on it. It was the underdog. Adelaide yeah. broke a 10-year premiership drought with a thrilling extra time win, defeating the New South Wales Swifts 60 to 59. Oh, what a great so, yeah, win they, Adelaide. They went goal for Congrats. goal in the five-minute extra time period, but a two-point super shot from Eleanor Cardwell proved the difference as the Thunderbirds went on to win by one goal. Wow. Is that an official Brilliant. type of shot, a super shot, or is it just a really great shot? Yeah. Like, is that a real? <laughs> Look, is, is it a shot that's scored in overtime? Is that all that kind of I don't think from so. Really because, far away. So it was introduced into the, uh, the Super Netball League in 2020, I think. You score two points. By shooting from a 1.9 meter designated zone within the goal circle, and it's only active in the final five minutes of each quarter. Oh. Okay. All so right. So obviously, Very the quick. the extra time being only five minutes, the super. Yeah. <laughs> <the laughs> super shot. It's quite was, rare um, then, really. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. It was active for the whole the whole of that time, but so. I, I'm not sure where it is, but I think it's like a a, a, a zone out well within the goal circle, but but far enough away from the the hoop to make it uh, super interesting, I guess, or or challenging. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. sounds super right. to me. Sounds like they gave it the correct <laughs> and title. It's worth, it's worth two points. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah. well done. Very well done to the Adelaide Thunderbirds. Yeah, Question number seven. What is the last novel completed by Jane Austen? <gasps> oh. uh, either of you Jane Austen uh, readers? I think I only know one title. <laughs> well, give it a shot. What's that one? What's the one that you know? It's Pride and Prejudice, right? She wrote that? She did write that. You are correct. But <laughs> it's it, not you are that. incorrect oh. that it was her last novel. There's, what about um, Mrs... Mrs. Weatherby or something. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Weatherby. Uh, the, uh, it's not on my list. <laughs> it might be an um, undiscovered oh. Jane Austen Mrs. novel. <laughs> There's no Mrs. Anything. There's only one Damn person's it. name in... Uh, is it Emma? That is <gasps> the person's name, but it, that is not the right answer that's mm. not her so the two so she's got we know six full-length novels that she that she were published 
And you've named two of them, neither of which were her final yeah. ones. No, we do know more than that. So Pride and Prejudice is the Darcy one. He's in that, isn't he? Darcy? Sure. Okay. So mm. there's other... There's uh, another end one. So you've got... End? Uh, as oh, in and. Pride and, and, and sensibility. Prejudice. Sense, yeah. Sense and sensibility is the correct answer. That was her first one. Mm. Okay. But it's not that. So it's not her last one. Mm. Great. So we're three from six. Is it one name, like a first name, is it? It's not a name. Oh, okay. It's a one-word name. It, it is one word, a one-word okay. title. Ooh. Yes, it is a one-word title that's not a name. Right. Dresses. You know, they wear a lot of fancy dresses. Did you just call it dresses? Perfect. Yeah, bonnet. Bonnet. Or, um, yeah. No. Country. <laughs> it is. Country romance. It also starts with P, like Pride and Prejudice. Okay. It starts patience. Not patience. It, this is it's um, also is it been turned quality? into a film. What's that oh no, that's there's one with Tilda Swinton that starts with O, but is that Jane Austen as well? Does anyone know? Oh. That might that's be Orlando. Oh, that's Orlando. Orlando. That's, uh, oh dang it. That's um <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's Wolf, isn't it? Virginia Wolf, okay. Virginia yeah. Wolf. Yeah. Um yeah. is this P word a like um like a quality, like Pride and Prejudice? Did you say it starts with P? I said it starts with P. It's not a... It's not hmm. like a... No. An adi- uh, not an adjective. <laughs> We're testing your language. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Gosh. No. It's... Oh, what is it? A verb? Prancing? A conjunction. <laughs> a preposition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Preposition. Preposterous. Not That's something oh. they would say. Preposterous. Yeah. It is a. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a noun. Okay. But not proper or common. <laughs> it's not a proper noun. Okay. What do you call this type Pasture. of noun? Pasture. What's the type of noun where it's not a thing? Like an abstract it's, noun. Yeah. Or? Yeah. Is it abstract noun? So a, right, no, well, I think a so. common noun is like an object. Right? But it's not something tangible noun. like a. It is, that's right. It is an yeah. intangible thing. Yeah, okay. Oh, we're getting really close. <laughs> People are bashing their... They really will be. But do you, is head. it a quite yeah. a well-known one, do you think? Yes, it is. Oh, very, no. Oh, very gosh. well known. Who's in the movie? It's, it's been made into several movies. Uh, <laughs> let me give you the IMDb, the pricey of a what synopsis. it's about. Synopsis, thank you. Anne was in love with Frederick, who was rejected by her snobby parents eight years ago. They've now hit hard times and rent out their mansion to his brother-in-law. He returns a Royal Navy captain. Will he remember Anne? That's from the 2007 TV movie of Persuasion. From Is there any part of that plot that we should focus on? For well, the yes, I, I think... Paternity? Paternity test? <laughs> Paternity <laughs> It's like a word for matrimony that isn't. It's yeah. it's a word for uh, <laughs> patriarchy. It's a patriarchy. word for convincing someone to persuasion. 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 Oh, I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I, I apologise. I apologise to my family, to everyone that works at Starlight, to you, to everyone. I'm so sorry. Well, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't get you get you there in any other way. That was no. Uh, well, it's a tough one. A I tough would never, one. ever have yeah. guessed that because I don't know it. I've never heard of it. You don't know it? No. Oh, you, you've never heard of it? Okay. Sorry, Her, Jane Austen. Jane Austen's six full-length novels 
are Sense and Sensibility, Pride and Prejudice, Mansfield Park, Emma, Northanger Abbey, and finally, Persuasion. And don't forget Mrs. Weatherby. (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Weatherby, the as yet undiscovered. All right, get back on the the horse with this one. Question number eight. What is the combined point value of the Q and Z tiles in Scrabble? Oh. 20. Scrabble place? Yes, 20 is the right answer. 10 each for sure. Thank goodness. There you go. We got one. (laughs) There you go. And you got it very quickly. Yeah. It's going to be the director's cut this episode for you, Johnny. (laughs) Yeah. That's all right. All right, question number nine. Who, after being shot outside his Miami Beach mansion, became the final victim of killer Andrew Cunanan on July 15, 1997. Oh, Do you boy. remember this? Yeah, Lord, no, I have no idea. We're going to have it to test true crime. It is someone famous. Outside their um, Miami apartment. Outside their Miami Beach mansion. Oh, mansion. a mansion. Yes, not their... Is it a gangster? No. It is not a gangster. Mm-hmm. I actually, I can remember this. This hmm. It was quite shocking because for a while no one quite knew what this was about and the killer, Andrew Cunanan, was a um, what is called a spree killer. So oh. kind of a, um, a serial killer who did it in a v- very brief amount of time. But, but also randomly, right? Well, only, apparently only one of the people that he killed was seems to be random. Yeah, the other four were all known to him or does, assumed to be known to him. Does the murderer have a, like, you know how they give them names? Oh, no. Like the Zodiac Killer. No, as, as far as I'm aware, no, he doesn't. A true crime documentary made about it. I'm pretty sure there's there's <laughs> been, there's certainly been documentaries and films done around this person's Death. Why are they famous? What sort of industry are they from? Yeah, that, yeah. See, if I tell you that, that's going to, uh, I reckon that's right, going to give okay. it away. But yeah, I okay. will tell you that they, even though they were killed in the United States, Miami, in the United States, they were not American. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll give you this clue. They were born in Italy. That should fashion? clearly help. Fashion is the is the right area of. Uh, so a designer uh, of some kind. They were very much yeah. a designer, okay. a high end fashion designer. This sounds like some kind of true crime thing I would know about because I listen to plenty of such things. Um, like Versace. Exactly like Versace. Huh. Right. Okay. So and now, what's, actually Versace. What's his name? And actually Versace. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Do you know his first okay. name? Giovanni. Oh, you're um, close. It's yeah, similar. Gianni. Gianni. Gianni Versace. Wow. Yeah. I had was no idea. shot outside his Miami Beach mansion by Andrew Cunningham. That's wild. I can't believe yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. Pretty crazy. All right, we're up to the final question. Question number ten. <laughs> Thank goodness. What is the postcode <laughs> of Wimbledon? England. I know oh, that's a really tough one. I'm, I'm so sorry. I did not anticipate um, such a hard question. Okie dokie. Final one. So I would start by saying, do they have numbers like we do, just the four numbers, or is it like a whole different well, code that, system? Why don't we go through that? They do have a slightly different code system. Are you familiar mm. with the 
postcode system in London? 90210. That's all I know. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's London, though. Um, no, I've got no idea. I feel like it's got letters in it as well. It does have letters. Do you know what the letters might refer to? The closest no. city or the... No, the, the, it's particular to London. As far County as I'm aware. Or the, it's, it's sort of the zones. But it like, is sort of like a zone situation. Yeah. I'll give you a clue. Starting like in the centre of London yep. is like C1 or C, C1. you know, things like that. Okay. So C for centre. Yeah. Uh, oh, but so it's not just going to be W753. W is in it. Oh. Why did you say W? Wimbledon. Is it is it west? Is it west of London? Like- w does stand for west in okay. in this postcode, but I'll tell you that Wimbledon is in the southwest of London. So an SW and so some numbers. SW, SW and yeah. two digits. That's right. SW. Right. Seven four. In my research, I couldn't work out why the numbers are particularly selected. Why don't, why, don't, why don't you do Larry Emder in, like, um, Price is Right and we do sure. higher or lower? That is okay? a good idea. Okay. <laughs> should I should I make the number, the like, the two digits one number? Okay? So the two... Yeah, so it's like 27 or something. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. So okay. is that your starting number? Let's go 27. Lower. Ooh. 20. Lower. Ooh. Um, uh, 14. Higher. Sixteen. Ooh. Higher. Seventeen. <laughs> Higher. Nineteen. Nineteen is the right answer. Ding, 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 ding. SW19. SW19 is the postcode oh. of Wimbledon, England. Well, I'm going to send somebody a letter that lives there <laughs> and I won't even need to Google it. <laughs> Wasn't there like a, a British pop band that was called like SW19 or something like in the 80s? Are you thinking of I'm S think- Club 7? <laughs> I think I'm thinking of that and something else. No, I, I'm thinking it's more a boy band, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. South by Southwest. So, yeah, <laughs> South by <laughs> Southwest, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Jono, so much for coming and doing the quiz and my goodness, best of luck with your continued captaining of, of, of what do you what is there a vessel that the captains travel around in? Absolutely. We fly down to earth in a red rocket ship. Excellent. And we're looking for new performers to domicate. So if any anyone fits the bill of being a, a live performer and wants to you know, come come work alongside us in the in the silver cape, please have a look at our website. Excellent. Yeah, how how can people find find where to go jump on our careers page on starlight.org.au or reach out to us by email amanda will be at the end of that email at uh recruitment at starlight.org.au excellent and i just have to apologize to our team they're much smarter than we are you got the duds in amanda yeah look uh, we don't know a lot about current affairs or sports or history or uh, postcodes It's quite all right. It's been a real joy having you on the show. Thank you both so much. Thank you. Thanks, Johnny. See you next time. That's another episode of the Saturday Quiz done and dusted. Thanks for listening. Last month, I enjoyed the biggest ever increase of the listenership of this podcast. So thanks to all of you for coming back week after week. Keep spreading the word, writing reviews and telling your friends to listen. 
Thanks to my guests, Amanda McGregor and John O'Brand. Check out the great work the Starlight Foundation does by going to starlight.org.au. Thanks to the wonderful Cindy McDonald for the questions each week. I record this podcast on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I acknowledge their traditions of sharing stories and knowledge for millennia on this land and pay my respects to their elders past and present. My name's John Leary and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.